We love, baby. <laughs> Pache today because who knows? Um, who does not? Uh, yeah, who? Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm. I'm just, just gonna wonder. <laughs> you kind of wonder why he did not show up. It's very peculiar that at the last minute he did not show up. But you know, I'm not gonna for this particular episode. Yeah, for this very yeah right. <laughs> who knows? Sure he has his hands full. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, but yeah, we got Charles and, and Shane, and we have uh, a lovely guest, um, Catherine. Do you want to introduce yourself, Catherine? You want to tell us about yourself a little bit? Okay. Hi, I'm Kat, and I'm still in Morgantown with Nate. I'm in grad school, so I'm just going to be here forever. I'm trying to get my PhD, and I'm just here hanging out. On the pod, talk spicy. Talk spicy. Do you have anything yes. want to talk spicy about? Any any particular topics you want us to get out the way before we get to the over looming topics? Since you, you you're coming to talk spicy. No, no, no. Let's dive right in. Are you sure? Yeah, you don't have anything on your chest that you want to like work through, or you know. No, no, no. We have therapy tomorrow for that. All right, all right. Respect. Um. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the main reason why we wanted to get a girl on is to get a different perspective about um, relationships between men and women and how very dicey and confusing they are sometimes. Not for men, because we just, we're straightforward. We, we're straight shooters. But um, for women, it's it tends to be a, a lot confusing. And, and we thought, you know, it'd be nice to have a woman on and just kind of pick her brain as to why what we say doesn't go through. Um, so yeah, uh, the, the main topic is that why can't we just be what we are? It always has to be something more than that or uh, nothing at all. Like it's either we're nothing or we're in a relationship. Like there's no in between there to play with. And, you know, this came from this TV show that we all watch and we were like, oh, that's pretty interesting. So we decided to just bring it on the pod and, and talk about it. So Kat, do you want to explain why it tends to be like that when it's not like, it's either we're nothing or we're in a relationship with women. It can't, we can't be in between and just chill. Like why, why is that the case? I feel like it's like a fine line like yes like you can have like a casual thing for a little bit but at a certain point like someone's probably going to catch more feelings or they're gonna feel like more led on by certain actions like I don't know like I don't think there's a clear definition of what a casual thing is 
and the lines that you can stay in for that. Because each person is going to have a different meaning of like what a casual thing is and where like the line is. So one person could be kind of like straddling that line and then the other person's like, well, maybe they want to go like further than being casual, but they just don't want to verbalize it yet. So maybe I'll start going a little bit over the line to test the waters. And then maybe no one wants to speak on it. So then they just keep testing the waters. And then it's like one person definitely has feelings and the other one doesn't. Okay. Could you acknowledge each other's feelings without becoming a item? Is that possible? <laughs> Hypothetically. <laughs> See, now you're you playing around. <laughs> 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 a hypothetical question. I know it's a hypothetical question. I know. I'm just left. Go ahead, Kat. I'm just going to shut up. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so you mean like one person acknowledges that they have feelings for the other? Well, I mean, would it be possible for both of you guys to have feelings, to, like have like equal feelings for each other and both acknowledge each other's emotions? But I guess what my question more so is like, what does the title do for your relationship? Like, what is that? Is it like a sense of security or is it like um, just more sort of a, an understanding between the both of you guys? I think it's a sense of security and more so to like, I mean, it kind of depends on what you're doing before. So like if you're defining the relationship and before like you weren't seriously like monogamous, like maybe you had feelings for one another, but you were trying to keep it casual. And now you're like, okay, we're in a relationship. Like you can't see anyone else. I can't see anyone else. Like that seems very different than just trying to like be casual, but have like feelings. Okay. Could you be exclusive without being in a relationship? Okay, but what's the difference between I'm just, I don't, being exclusive? That's well, that's another question. Like, what is does the title mean something different than being exclusive, or does being exclusive mean that there is a relationship now? I mean, there, of course, there is a relationship if you're exclusive, but is it possible to be exclusive without? being a couple yeah i think so i think you could be like if you have that understanding with your partner and like i'm only interested in dating well dating i mean dating as yeah going on dates and but like, like you're only, in a relationship i like, don't yeah but i feel like if but, you're exclusive and you okay. have feelings like on the outside looking in like this is my it looks like you're in a relationship and if you're monogamous then like What's the difference between that and a relationship? Well, I think the difference is that relationships also come with like a certain level of like care and like <laughs> things that are not just the exclusivity, right? Yeah, like, that's what I'm kind of leaning towards. Like, I feel like there's like certain responsibilities and expectations that come with the brand right. of a yeah. relationship rather than like we just, we just have an understanding between the both of us. Like, we can be exclusive but i don't know i guess it, it depends on a case-by-case -case thing um and like how your relationship works but the idea of a relationship i feel like it comes with a lot of baggage to it when like i don't know if that has to be necessary if you have an understanding i agree with that to a certain extent because i feel like if you continue doing like 
the monogamous thing without a title, like that could get really messy. Like if you kept continuing like that and things got more serious and then it's like, you have a be more serious. deeper connection. And then like, I think that's where the responsibility comes in because once you start caring for someone to a certain point, you kind of feel like responsible for like watching out for their feelings as much as you watch out for yours. I just think it's very, I just know I'm going to have a conversation after this podcast. So if you're listening, I'm sure um, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm excited to have this conversation. I don't know. I, for me, it's just, I think like being like labeling whatever it is as a relationship comes with more than just like the two of you now. Right. Cause <clears throat> if I'm in a relationship now, I actually care about you and everything else you got going on. And you care about me and everything else I got going on instead of just like us having whatever thing it is. And it's just the two of us and we're having fun and fine. It's exclusive or whatever. But like the moment you put relationship on top of it, it becomes more than just like the fun. It becomes like an emotional and like a financial, psychological, mental. But that could still be true without the title. Yeah, but, like, the title just, like, makes it, like, weird. I don't know. I don't know. Like, to me, a relationship is more, like, the in-depth, like, connection, like, feeling. So, like, the title, like, whether or not you have the title, like, if the feelings are deep enough to where you would want to be in a relationship with that person, then it's, like, there's not really a big difference besides you being able to tell your friends, yeah, this is my boyfriend instead of, yeah, this is the boy that I'm consistently hooking up with. Okay, solid argument. I don't have a comeback yet, so I'm the wheels are turning my mind. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of ammo to go tonight, but <laughs> Dane, what are you thinking about all of this? So like I just I just came up with it, like as I was as I'm listening to everybody. I think the difference there becomes whether you see a future or not. Yes. Or if you're building towards that. So, like, I think once you get to the point where it's like, oh, okay, like, this might be the person that, like, I'm going to marry one day or, like, spend the rest of my life with, like, that's when you definitely can no longer just be friends that are hooking up or or not even just friends that are hooking up, like, <clears throat> having feelings for each other and acknowledging them, but, like, not putting a label on it. Like, like Kat said, like, I'm not going to – if the girl – is the girl that I'm going, that I plan on marrying one day, it's not going to be, oh, this is the girl I hook up with on the weekend. Like, this is my girlfriend. Like, who I one day plan on, like, proposing to. Like, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's, I think that's where that line is. I think that's where the divide is. Like, if you both could dig each other, you could have feelings for each other, but you both might be the type of person that, like, doesn't ever plan on settling down. Or you're just in the stage of your life where, like, you're not going to do that. And you both could be on the same page. And, like, that's – you could keep it what it is, and that is what it is. But then at some point, still, you have to have a difficult conversation one way or the other. Okay. Yeah, I think I, I agree with you guys. But I think my question more so is, like, how long would it be appropriate to stay in that in-between stage? Like, I don't – is there a point where, like, okay, it's getting ridiculous now? Or, like, how, how do you – can you quantify like how long you can be in that stage without saying, okay. I don't think there's like a specific timeline. Like you can't specifically be like, Oh, it's 
five days after you first say that you have feelings or like whatever like I don't think there's a specific timeline I think it's more so based off of like how things progress and how people feel so like if one person starts feeling like oh this is like way too much and they said that they didn't want anything more there should be a conversation saying like hey I would like a relationship out of this now I know you said you didn't want that do you still feel the same way if not cool then we need to end this like you can't keep having a casual thing when one person wants way more out of it or or just hear me out you could and just push the conversation down the line just yeah. kick it down the line you want to go post a little bit we're <laughs> still chilling right now are you fucking it up this is we have a good thing going right now oh no i actually read a a tweet yesterday that I thought was pretty interesting that said, um, when a girl tells a guy that uh, define the relationship, it doesn't necessarily mean call me your girlfriend. I just want to know if I should cut off all my five other hoes that I got. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean by saying, like, you guys can be exclusive because I don't want to necessarily be with someone who's got a, a list and I don't want to have a list if I'm giving all my energy to this one person either. So... I want to be exclusive, but I don't, I'm not, I don't know if I'm ready for like, I don't want to say like, I'm not ready for any commitment or anything like that, but like, I don't, I'm, this is all hypothetical. So I'm saying a lot. I can hear myself talking myself. With this. <laughs> Allegedly. Like, I think that that's a lot to ask for. I don't know. I, no, I get what you mean. No, I completely get what you mean. Like, sometimes you just, I think what Shane said was actually very, very intuitive about that. That, you know, do you see more than just like what's happening right now with that person, right? So, <clears throat> if, if, especially maybe like a couple years ago when we're all in college, like you're dating someone in college and then, you know, you're coming up to like the final year, like, one of you might move away, whatever it is, like you've weighed all the pros and cons and you're like, eh, this is not gonna work. So at that point, you don't just progress that fling you have to a relationship, you just keep it a fling. And then when you graduate, it just dies, right? Or you're like, actually, I do think I could make this work. I'm, I'm gonna live in Charlotte and then you're gonna live in Chicago. We'll figure it out. Um, and then you just invest more, I think is what, what do you say, Charles? You cut off. Oh, wait, did I, damn, my internet connection is unstable as this. That's crazy. Um, no, I was saying that, uh, as, as the time goes on, you just, you just kind of know if this is more than what it is for you. And if it, it is, then you would invest more than what you have initially. Um, it's just... I think what this is all about is the hard conversation. Like no one wants to have that conversation because you don't know what the outcome is going to be. Like if she asked me, Hey, what are we? And I say, uh, you know, we're just like, we're just having fun. And that's not what she's thinking. Like it's, it's done. Duppy. Like it's over. Like that's it. But if she's thinking the same thing, it works out. What if she also says, Oh, we're just having fun. And you're like, wait, but like I cut off all my other hosts for you. Like, well, um, I mean, is, she, is she worth is that that good girl worth a thousand bitches like is that one 
<laughs> That's the title of the episode, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that girl worth the, the five O's you cut off? But, I mean, and if she is, does that mean that you're automatically ready to be in a relationship? How do you know you're ready? Because you can cut girls out of your life. You're ready to be in a relationship. Mm, well, I mean, they're not all that. Like, I'm not <laughs> like some like run of the way hoodlums. That's, not, like, that's uh, not true because sometimes you cut people off for several reasons. Like, like sometimes you just cut her off because she's fucking crazy. Yeah, like, like, they can just be like placeholders. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, she's like, if you're better, than one. <laughs> That's crazy because I know exactly what you <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I gotta keep my roster full. So yeah, yeah. You need that, that 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 sixth man ready. ready can't play a basketball team, basketball game without five players. Yeah, you gotta have a, a alternate for sure. <laughs> Shane is looking at us in disgust. <laughs> Shane is so disgusted. <laughs> Me too, honestly. In a comedy style. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, kidding. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, no, I, I get that. Uh oh man, I had a question that I was gonna Yeah, but I was gonna say that. How do you know for you guys, how do you know like all right, I'm ready to like leave the streets? Like if I'm being real, every relationship I've been in has been like an accidental like falling into a relationship. You just trip and fall in the relationship. Yeah, pretty much. So, like, my last relationship, like, I started grad school, and I was like, yeah, I don't think I want to be in a relationship in grad school. That seems like a lot of work. I just don't want to do it. And then I met this guy. We started hanging out. Like, we were together, like, all the freaking time. And then he was like, we're monogamous, right? And I was like, yeah, I mean, like, I'm here every night. Yeah, like there's no time for me to see anyone else. I'm in grad school. And so then a couple days later, we were out with his friends and he was like, yeah, this is my girlfriend. I was like, mm. my man. Hey, I, mean, <laughs> like, I didn't know that's what that conversation <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm a rock with it now. <laughs> Isn't that moment supposed to give you butterflies or anything like in the movie? Yeah. He like, well, claimed me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so honored. I mean, that, that is kind of wild, though, but... Right, yeah. That was different. Shoot the shot. You got the ball in your hand. Yeah. <laughs> so winding down, you got to... Yeah, make a play. Yeah, no, I get it. Interesting. Does that... So and, so you've never been in, uh, like, I'm actively going to find a relationship, relationship? I... No. So I've never, like, actively, like, searched for a relationship. Mm-hmm. I kind of, like happen into them there will be times where like a guy will like ask me to be his girlfriend after we've been hanging out for a while and i'll just be like "Eh, no not about it sheesh never been like i want a relationship (laughs) i'm gonna go find one now i mean we've been on 20 dates now and uh i like you a lot would you be my girlfriend no no i like the (laughs) date i like the player like "Mm -hmm." Damn, that's cold. Already, I'll be. Chuck, what's it like for you? What's what's? Are you have you actively 
sought out a relationship and have you also just tripped and fell into a relationship and what's the difference in those two relationships um i think like I, most of my relationships i just wound up in in one um i mean but i have gone on dates like trying to see like what the liquory like trying to see what's up with the in the zeitgeist of uh post-grad dating and um I think when I was doing that, I was like, I'm trying to see something about, or trying to do something more serious than rather than like casual hookups. Cause that's kind of nasty, like out of college. I mean, it's gross in college, but like it's out of the real world, it's like, they, they could really be anybody. So like, I always been trying to be out there in the streets like that. So yeah, that's been my experience. Interesting. I mean, Shane, you're married, so. Have you, have you, what, let's, Caitlin, I'm about to ask him a question. It's just a question. It's just a question. Don't kill him. Okay. <laughs> Don't kill him. But with, with you, have you just like slipped into a relationship and have you actively sought a relationship? And like, what's the difference between those two? No, I mean, I, I've always kind of thought that like when you are looking for it is when you don't find it. Mm-hmm. that's been my experience I, I i haven't before caitlin i don't have many ex-girlfriends i'm one of those people that like either i'm all in on something or i'm 100 the other way and i'm i'm doing me and i'm on my own so like can't say i've ever really been out looking for a girlfriend uh, so I, I don't know what that one's like I, I mean the relationships i was in it was they've all kind of been like meet the person and like hit it off. And then it kind of just happens. Like wasn't planning on that. Or like, then you have like Caitlin and I who were friends for years beforehand. And then as we, as the years went by and we got closer, our relationship developed and into what it is now. Like, I mean, everybody's different. Like this is one of those things where like, I don't think there's guidelines to stuff. Like I truly think it, it's just, it's relationship by relationship. Like that's why you can't judge some people fall in love with each other in a month and get married six months into the relationship. And a lot of people turn their nose up at that and think that's fucking crazy. And like, I do, I am one of them, but like it works for some people. They're like, it's not like, you know, not my thing to judge, not my problem to worry about. Like I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't be married six months after I start a relationship with somebody, but some people do that and it works. And some people, it takes them years. Number one though. Huh? They're the, they're the one right. at, at, at first sight, right? So. <laughs> and obviously, like, with, with my own life experience, like, I, you know, when you know, you know, like, that, that is true. Like, it sounds corny, like, it's cliche, but, like, it's true. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Must be nice. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is. Not what, like, Everybody it is. else is saying Sorry. Like Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, my happy relationship is an encumbrance yeah. on you, Charles. My my fault. <laughs> Fucking rub it in our face. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I share the same sentiment as well. Like when I was actively looking for a relationship, it never really became one. And then when I was like, okay, well, I'm out. Like it became it became a relationship. So 
I was just thinking about that mainly because, like, I was just thinking about how, like, you just hanging out with someone for a long time and then it becomes a relationship. Like, those dynamics don't necessarily have any expectations in the beginning. Like, you're just, you're just hanging out, right? Like, you maybe have dinner a couple of times and then you hook up a couple of times and then it's like, boom, we're in a relationship now. But, like, compared to, like, you going on a date with someone and then letting them know like yo this is what i'm looking for like i i i was just thinking if the expectations necessarily affected but none of us have any experience in that so i, I don't know but i'd like to know if anyone has been in that situation where you just you're going on dates with people and being like yo like i'm trying to get off the streets so like on the first that? date yeah, I feel like that would scare someone off. Hey, look what? here, I got a wife. Okay. You met on Hinge, you both like <laughs> you with the shit or not? No, of course it's not like hey, right now be my girlfriend, but like, hey, like this is what I'm looking for. So like yeah, yeah, I guess so. If you're just out here for casual shit, like you have no games in your Tinder bio. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like I'm looking for a real man. Like people write that in the Tinder bite, which is absurd because every yes. man type and write is real. Not a big deal. Yeah, it, I don't know. We won't tell you what you want to hear until we get what we want. <laughs> Hypothetically. Well, let's be kidding. Be kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's three. There's three single people in here, so. We could talk about online dating. What's it been like? Yeah, I, I wanted to <laughs> ask you guys what, what what dating has been like since college. Because well, I mean, you guys are still in Morgantown, so I don't know if it's any different than what it was when we were in school. It's but, different because I can't. You can still pick up women, or you can still meet women uh, the same way. <laughs> <laughs> like you just well, <laughs> well, so the bars were closed. For the past oh, like what, three yeah. months, they just opened back up today, and no one's yeah. wearing masks. So I'm not going downtown. <laughs> At least bars are not safe. Um, and I don't know. I've I haven't really been internet dating. Like I just I've kind of been chilling. I, I know you're making a face, yeah. but I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm not capping. I'm not capping. I've kind of been. You told me your damn Tinder bio two weeks ago. That was like that was not two weeks ago. That was like three weeks ago. Three months ago. That was right. a matter of weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a day ago. Yeah, yeah it's two hours ago. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, I haven't just I haven't actively been since like that uh, time. I haven't been actively. Internet. Like, my bad. That was like two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, matter of fact, I might have just made that up. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Nate doesn't even have a Tinder. Yeah, like, never what? had a Tinder. There must have been some other guy. I, don't I had a t- I had a Tinder. Yeah, uh, Christians yeah, I, mingle only. Christian mingle. Farmers only. Farmers only. That's right. But yeah, I don't know. It's been. Especially with the pandemic, it's been very weird. I mean, prior to the pandemic and being in Florida, uh, post-college dating was more popping on on Hinge. Um, Being in like St. Pete and Tampa, like Hinge was like the popping thing. So like, I'll just, I'll go on dates, like coffee dates or 
um, a quick lunch, just like, just some something casual. Most of the times it didn't amount to anything, but it was kind of cool just to sit across from someone and just bullshit for like an hour, an hour and a half and just keep it rolling. Um, but yeah, post-college dating is weird. It's also much, much, much difficult when you're in a city that you don't know anyone in. Like, <clears throat> luckily when I was in ZMP, I was with Eric, but um, I know in Raleigh, even just for like making friends, it was very, very difficult. Um, so, I don't know, post-college dating has been non-existent, I guess. It's just, I'm just there, I, I'm, I'm here. Whatever happens, happens. I haven't really. Yeah. So I don't know, Kat. What, what what's it been like for you? I mean, I, you're technically um, in college, so. Uh, I was out of college for like a year. Okay. Back uh-huh. in college, I don't know. I don't. I don't like small talk, and I don't like talking to guys. I don't know. Yeah, the first dates are the. I'll first. have a tender for like, twenty four, forty eight hours. Like, just to, like, get all of the swipes and all the matches and be like, wow, I'm cute. And then I'll delete it. Like, I won't even talk to any of the guys. <laughs> so Is the game the women are playing? <laughs> How are we supposed to win? I've been doing that, too, sometimes on, on Tinder, just to see if I'm getting uh, matches. I'm like, oh, okay, now. See? It's good for the ego. <laughs> Y'all should work on your self-esteem. <laughs> like that's my that's my method. <laughs> I'm kind of feeling bad on myself. I go on Twitter and get some some match. I'm like, oh damn, I am the shit. Right, I might. <laughs> like the same level of posting like a really hot Instagram pic. Yeah, like, I don't know about that, but better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, none of my Instagram pics are hot. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Oh well. Yeah, I, I don't know what that means. Witty with the bios. That's yeah. Yeah. I don't really talk to people or hang out or like go on dates or like do anything casual. I don't know. So you were the worst guest. I try to meet people like through other people. <laughs> Yo, Charles, you're fucking hilarious. Everybody else. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. The dating outside of college is super weird because it's. I feel like it was just so easier, so much easier in college because you can talk about like shit on campus, you can talk about your classes, you can talk about, but that's kind of weird. I don't, I never was like, mm, what's your major? What do you so like you to study? No, so you got no game, is what you're saying. I'm not said I've never did that, but if that's something to fall back on, if like, well, fuck you, man, I, I did all right. <laughs> but, but it's even worse outside of college. If you're in a new city, you really have nothing to talk about. You're like, well, well, what kind of movies do you like? Uh, what, <laughs> Uh, you reading anything good, or uh, how's your food? <laughs> and hopefully, <laughs> I scared she got friends. Well, to get the she mom. got friends. Whatever she interprets that as will tell you everything you need to know. If I ask you, so what are your friends like? And then you take it, however you take it, will just tell me the temperature of you know the situation. What if she has a lot of different, like, varieties of friends? Or she doesn't have about the variety of your friends. Yeah. Dates are just trash. I just hate dating. So, wait, if you hate dating, that's pretty... That's why I like college, because, like, most of the time, you meet people through other people in college. 
So like they're like a friend of a friend of a friend or they're in your friend group. But like when you're out there in a new city, you, you got to do all the legwork. And then, yeah, it's just it's, it's trash. I actually have a, a rule, which is like, don't hit on the first female friend you make. Like. Oh, you've told me this before. What? You've told me this rule before. Yeah, like she, she's going to bring her friends around. And her friends are going to bring their friends around. So like, don't hit on her. Because if it doesn't work out with you, you're not going to meet any of, any of her friends or her friend's friends. So like, the first girl you meet is your friend. Like, I don't care if she looks like Gal Gadot. Like, she is your fucking friend. That's her go-to? What? That's your go-to? Yeah. Hmm. It's, it's decently successful successful and you use her to well, I mean for like your that's your bar like if, if she oh, looks no, like a... no no oh of course not there's okay. like mad chicks that Scotty Beam okay less I'm just curious go ahead Charles I just thought <laughs> of a random name <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I mean she's beautiful she is beautiful she was Miss Israel and she's Wonder Woman I mean she looks great um but yeah just always befriend the first one and then use yeah, her. I like that idea. Yeah. Because female friends are the shit. Yeah. And also, like, there's nothing better than, like, the cosign of, like, a girl. Because if you're nasty, like, girls don't. At least that's what I think. Kat, you could correct me here. Girls would say it in their group chats. They'll talk shit about you. Like, they don't care. They're not going to hold back and be like, oh, no, he's actually not. Like, nah, he's trash. Like, they're not gonna hide that from their friends so like oh yeah <laughs> if a girl's giving you their cosign then that means you're actually like worth the cosign you know so yeah yeah i mean I, I that's what i think is the move and then that way you have like more friends like your friends and you have like women i'm the girlfriend that is used to get to all of my hot friends so from experience if I know that you are garbage and you're trying to get with my hot friends, I'm going to tell her that you're garbage because to me, my hot friends are little angels and they deserve the best. I'm not going to hype you up just so you can sleep with my angel friend and destroy her life. You've been letting devils sleep with your angel friend. With us. Wait, did you guys hear anything I said? A little bit, but it's all right. I was, I was talking under my <laughs> Anyway, the point is, yes, become friends with the first contact, especially when you're in a new city. Like, you need friends, so you might as well just, like, befriend everyone. And then from there, you know, maybe something will blossom, like, change marriage for you. And, you know, you go with it. But if not, you're just as single and as sad as the three of us. One can always <laughs> Yeah, one can only hear. Yeah. Kat, you said men have been pissing you off lately. Um, do you want to unload and unpack that before you go to therapy tomorrow? <laughs> no. <laughs> you've, got, you've, got, you've got three men here to help you uh, through at least the, uh, you know, surface stuff with yeah. this. We're good on that. You're good on that? You don't want to, you don't want to dig deep? I just feel like my men problems should probably not be public. Oh, of course not. <laughs> of course not. Of course not, yeah. 
why would we bring our problems on here? It's, it's, <laughs> it's only a podcast. It's <laughs> only a podcast. <laughs> Nothing huge. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was that was interesting. Shane, you want to get into sports? And then we'll sure. do pick of the week. Uh, Denver just won, right? Yeah, it was a weird game. They scored under 90 points each. I didn't watch the whole thing. I honestly watched the last minute. I watched like the last five right after I got home. But so Denver plays the Clippers. I'm assuming. Think so. Yeah, they play the Clippers, and then whoever wins the OKC game plays the Lakers. Who you uh, you think the Clippers are going to roll through that one pretty easily, or I don't know. I have to roll through it easily. How many games? Six. Chuck, do you think six? Um, I'll say more like five, but six yeah. is not far off. But I, I was thinking like five. I think they give them one game, but mm-hmm. just like go for it straight. I'm more worried about the Lakers and whoever they play, whether it's OKC or the, the Rockets, because those two teams are just shooting. Like, there's not a lot of, like, paint slash, like, big man work, which might be great for AD, but still, like, if AD has 40 points and all the other Rockets players are shooting threes, like, it's nothing. Like, it's not going to matter because I, I don't trust the Lakers shooters. I don't trust any of them. You don't trust Danny Green? I do not trust Danny Green with my shoes. <laughs> What'd you say? So you got two championships? Yeah, yeah. What championship? He's eating off the championships. He's not. <laughs> he's not playing like he could win it. I'm always gonna stick up for the Tar Heels, man. Yeah, I know. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I don't trust him. I don't trust KCP. I don't trust J.R. Smith, especially Jesus Christ. Maybe Dion Waiters, depending on the night. Uh, even him, I don't trust. Like, I, I, it's just LeBron and AD. Like, that's it. And I mean, it's gonna be great because they're huge, and no one in the paint could guard them. But mm-hmm. that could do so much if, for every two points, someone's shooting a three. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't feel too confident. And Kyle Kuzma went. I was like, oh the. Police don't get enough funding. That's why they're not trained properly. So that's just bad karma. Like, oh, you know, we didn't even talk about how, how do you feel about them um, trying to cancel the season, and then coming back the next day. Uh, all right, I'm gonna talk first because I know she, off of my Shane looks like I wish P was here to not can LeBron. my um, yeah my LeBron take. Um, wasn't even really like. Giving them that much shit about it. I was like, I'll just, I think it's interesting that he was carrying around a book that he wasn't reading. That's, that's all. <laughs> you don't know if he's not reading the book. That was our entire argument. You can't tell me, you've read the inside corner of the inside cover, and then you can't even say anything about that. Maybe he read it, but didn't understand it. <laughs> it's not. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all you can tell me from, I'll give, I'll give him a chapter. Is that, is that fair? If he read, you think he's read at least a chapter? Yes. I do think that whatever he said did not, wasn't a lie. When he said he's a great, great man, that's okay, not a yeah. good lie. 
little little Johnny in sixth grade social studies could tell me the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Le- LeBron has the understanding of little Johnny in sixth grade. Why are you insulting his intelligence? I'm giving big up. I'm giving him props for his intelligence. He's the smartest LeBron. Well, not okay. Not not that's a reach. He's as well read on the autobiography of Malcolm X as, as LeBron. But anyway, anyway, does that does that him walking away? I know there is more nuance to the whole situation, but the optics of like, because a lot of people think like they just came back because of the the, the fine that they're gonna reach or face next year. Uh, I think. A- I, I don't know. I mean, they got three things that they wanted as a as a collective from the owners, and they got that from them, right? So, <clears throat> I mean, it doesn't matter how long they they protested. In forty eight hours, they were able to get something done that they weren't able to do before they went to the bubble, because this is not the first time that they had a conversation about social justice or the coronavirus or whatever it is. Like they've talked to the owners about shit. And then the owners were like, nah. And then they were like, all right, fuck it. We're not playing. And then in 48 hours, they're like, oh, we'll turn all their arenas into voting centers. We will employ people to work during the voting time. Like, that's positive. So it might not be the most beautiful optics, but I still think they got something very important done. And that I applaud them. I, I personally think that that's more important than just sitting out till you get everything you want because if they the owners say no then fine we're just sitting it out like no one's getting anything out of this right but if you could compromise to that and it seems like from everything uh adam silver is saying it's not this is not the end of that conversation like they're getting more and from an interview that ad did yesterday he also said that if the owners don't keep up with their word, I think there's a, an agreement that the players are all not going to play. So I think there's there's something positive done there. I, I don't know. Shane, what do you think? No, I mean, I, I, I agree with you on that, that like you're going to, this is a long fight and it, it has been, and it's going to continue to be, and you got to take your W, like you got to take some of those W, those smaller Ws. You said like you've already, you, you've already, Removed yourself from your family and sacrificed. But they've been in that bubble for what now? At least a month, over a month, month and a half. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like you said, Nate, you you got three things that they got three things that they wanted as a collective. They it, it worked. Like it, I, that's why people, you know, then the people that try to, to to trash them for it and be like, oh, they're a bunch of sellouts. Like, way to stand by your principles. Like they 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 made progress. Like they got something out of it. And like, so let's go. Let's get back to playing. Let's finish the season. Let's then get back to talking about this. And then if you don't hold up your end of it, then like we're not going to play next season. And that's going to hurt the, that's going to hurt their wallets even more. That's going to hurt those ownership groups and, and, and the league more. So it's like, I, it's, it, it was a, it's a plus. I think it's, it's a W. Yeah. And another thing that. And another show that it's a player controlled league. <clears throat> that. Definitely that. But another thing that got lost in all of it was that um, when the Bucks decided not to play, they spoke to their owner who spoke to the governor of of Wisconsin. And then, right. and he got like a police brutality um, law or amendment or something like that on the floor for voting like immediately. So even if they didn't even get those three things, like that's a huge positive. That's a huge plus on a state level. Um so yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know it looks a little sketchy. Like, oh, we're not playing today. We're done, and then the next day we go to play. But like, 
it seems like something positive came out of it, and for that, I applaud them for that. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, what do you say? Second job, LeBron. You do it together. You won. You won. Back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, the next thing is, uh, I actually didn't ask you guys who who, who y'all got OKC Rockets. Oh, that's a tough one. Oh. Uh, I'll go Rockets. Yeah, you could go either way for me, but I'm probably leaning towards the Rockets. Damn. I'm really hoping the Rockets lose. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play OKC. I want to play the Rockets. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, what What do you think of Jason Whitlock calling LeBron a bigot? <laughs> I didn't hear that. That's funny. Well, the first thing I want to say is that I uh, – I've been slowly collecting people on the internet to join me in on my bully Jason Whitlock day. So far, I've gotten 20 people. When I get to 100, I will declare a day where we all get on the internet and cyber bully the hell out of that man. I need to get Jesus Jesus and Mary. I need to. I'm a DM them. I need to get those two guys, and I think I'm good. But yeah, um, Jason Whitlock is an idiot. He's... uh, (laughs) Honestly, we could even call the episode that. Um, but Jason Clark's an idiot. In the words of LeVar Ball, the only thing he should have an opinion on is snacks. <laughs> I just hate him. Like, he makes he annoys me. Like he he has a punchable face. He has a punchable face. Yeah, he's the same with what's the name of white dude uh, that we were talking about in the group chat earlier. Um, uh, ben Shapiro. Ben Sh- <laughs> both of them have punchable faces. I, I just, you know, hey, Jason will. He he doesn't have a good sports take, and he doesn't have a good political take. So like, why does he? I guess he doesn't have a job. But why did he have a job in the first place? Like it's it just those things don't make any sense to me. So yeah, I I fucking hate Jason Whitlock. He doesn't have any good points. You can't call. I mean, sure, you could call LeBron a bigot, but you have an argument for it, which he does not. He doesn't have an argument for it. So that statement is moot and holds no value. Um, I hope he keeps getting fat and doesn't lose any weight. Uh, well, I would like to know how he got his hairline back. So that, you got his hairline back? I've seen a picture of him. I want, I want to know how he got his hairline back. So. <laughs> I've seen a picture of him in years. Uh, how, the East, Shane. How are you feeling about the East? How are you feeling about the Bucks? I don't know, man. I mean, I think they'll, I think they'll, they'll pull out that series, but, but I think Miami's going to make it tough on them. Jimmy's going to make it tough on them, but I think they'll still pull it out. Yeah, Miami's my sleeper finals team. That's like, like they, they, they if they get by Milwaukee, they're going to the finals. Like, I, I don't know. I, I they're they're my sleeper team. Um, I had my sleeper finals was the Heat and Portland. And then you know, and then work out for Portland. But yeah, Miami Miami terrifies me, and I like Jimmy a lot. Jimmy Jimmy buckets. Everyone loves yeah Jimmy G buckets. G stands for gets. <laughs> He's playing great. Um, Celtics are two up against uh, who's where they're playing again? Uh, Toronto. Yeah, that's that's different. I did not expect that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Toronto's. Yeah, they're cooking Toronto. Kemba looks great. 
Um, I watched that game earlier before I went out. Kemba looks great, so we'll see how that works out. Um, you guys got any picks of the weeks or any any? Yeah. I mean, I I finally got to watch the rest of uh, Lovecraft uh, Lovecraft Country on HBO. I haven't started that. Oh, you got to watch that shit. It's fire. I hear good things. Yeah, I think they're they're on their third episode now, and yeah, it's it's worth a watch. Very um heavy shit though, but um that's cool. I re I rewatched Watchmen for the third time today. The movie or the uh, show? Go. Damn, three times? Because I was listening to the writer's podcast on the show. It's only three episodes, but he breaks the show into three. Uh, like the first three episodes is one episode podcast. The next three is one episode podcast and the last three is, and then he breaks down like all the things that you missed and like, mm. and, and why he chose like Tulsa, Oklahoma and why like he called Dr. Manhattan a black man. Like, it's just like so many different things. Um, so listening to the podcast was pretty, was pretty intuitive, which led me to like just binging it while I was working. Mm-hmm. I've seen it before, so it wasn't like a lot of concentration, but I, I watched all nine episodes today while I was working. Damn. Okay. Wow. Yeah. What was the time today? Yeah. I mean, I'm sitting behind a desk for like eight plus hours, so I just I, I just had it on while I was working. Um, very productive of you. Yeah. Which was kind of very, very, very funny. Um, yeah, but it was like a line in there that I I that that's my second favorite line in the in the show, where he says that, um, in reality, all relationships end in tragedy. Oh, I saw that tweet today. Love that line. That's my line. Oh, that's some shit. And then my favorite line is, "I don't know when I am." Mm. <laughs> Love that shit. But yeah, it was it was it was pretty cool watching it again. My pick of the week. <laughs> my pick of the week is Glee. That's random. Yeah. Wait. So, so I started. <laughs> don't shake your head, Shane. I can explain. Hey, I used to watch Glee. I used to watch Glee, but I mean, it's been off for a minute. So, like, what made you go back to it? So, Naya. This started, wait, what? I said probably Naya. Naya was one of the reasons. Yes, she was. Are you been watching since then? Since she passed? No, 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 not since she passed. This oh, was okay. This was as as it started on Sunday. So I started watching on Sunday because I was actually editing a a bunch of pictures, but I didn't want to watch something that would like actually require me Mm -hmm. attention. And I also wanted to listen to music at the same time. So I was like, either I'll watch Pitch Perfect, which I enjoyed that movie, Mm -hmm. or I'll just like start Glee. So I started Glee and then like the music comes in almost every like, 90 seconds so that was perfect it's like dialogue and music and sometimes i'll look up because i was sick and tired okay that's not true i had watched blackest king like five times and i was like this is enough like i can't keep watching this over and over again like i i need to take a step back from it and the music was getting old to me so i was like i need something new beehive (laughs) (laughs) ain't nobody scared of beehive See, I still haven't seen the movies. So I can't. Yeah. I'm gonna deactivate my Twitter right after this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Deleting all accounts. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's what. So yeah, Glee is my pick of the week. Um, I started rewatching it. I'm on episode 15 right now. 
though, um, of season one. Kat, we, I mean, you kind of get the gist of what a pick of the week is. Uh, do you have any picks for us? It could be music, um, movies, a book. Shane and Chuck clearly don't read, so they don't pick books. <laughs> we don't read as much as LeBron does. <laughs> <laughs> Pulls out, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, keep that thing on me. <laughs> huh? I learned for the best. <laughs> uh, do you have a pick of the week for us? Pick of the week. Um, honestly, I've been listening to Jaden Smith's album. My pick of the week, specifically from this album, is In the Hills. It's a good song. It's a little bit of sad girl hours, but it's a good song. There's my pick of the week. We're we going to need you to be happy girl hours soon. No, it's fine. I thought you were going through it. She's, she's always going through it. <laughs> I am always going through it. <laughs> no, we're going to <laughs> I need it. There's a ladder down in the tunnel. But yeah, I guess this has been another episode. I didn't want to talk about any sad shit today at all. And we, I think this is the first episode we've not. Oh, talked. yeah, I guess we didn't say anything sad today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nobody died. Uh, congrats. Not. Rest nobody in peace. Got, nobody got shot or, uh, yeah. we must be missing somebody. No one knew got shot. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll probably get back to sad shit next week. I'm sure. Yeah. I have a few thoughts about, about the president I want to get out. I'm working on the monologue. But yeah. Uh, make sure it's uh, authentic this time. And this uh, time, what this time mean? Hey man, go ahead, wrap it up. It's been <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you, Cat, for having the time and coming on and joining us and talking us through our very toxic ideas about relationships. Well, not ours, ours my hypothetical allegedly <laughs> joking takes comedy style kidding <laughs> yeah so thanks uh, for having me of course, of course down to debate whenever yeah you're more than welcome anytime you want um yeah thanks thanks for listening peace